Jamaica is embarrassed over their own marijuana shortage. A YouTuber was shot and killed while attempting a video prank robbery. And a police trainee was fired after harassing some women who refused to bring him to a party. These are the weird stories for Monday on Wicked and Wicked and Weird AF News. It's the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Oh, that's right. I'm glad you're here. Feeling randy? Hey, uh, you're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy, so make sure you subscribe to that, you goomba. Jamaica has a marijuana shortage, and it's a cultural embarrassment. Hurricanes, drought, and the COVID-19 pandemic have all taken their toll on farmers and their crops in Jamaica. Bad weather, a drop in the number of farmers has led to a supreme marijuana shortage in Jamaica. Marijuana fields were pummeled by heavy rain during last year's hurricane season before being scorched in the drought that followed leading to tens of thousands of dollars in marijuana-related losses. It destroyed everything, said Daniel Borza, who grows marijuana in the southwest of Jamaica. It destroyed everything, man. Strict COVID-19 restrictions make the situation in Jamaica much worse, especially a 6 p.m. curfew that means farmers couldn't tend to their fields at night, which is pretty routine for marijuanas to tend their fields at night, man. A lack of roads forced farmers to walk to their fields and then to get water from wells and springs. Many were unable to do those chores at night because of this COVID-19 curfew. Tristan Thompson from Takaya said, It's a cultural embarrassment, man. Last year was the worst year. We've never had this amount of loss. It's something so laughable that cannabis is short in Jamaica, eh? Jamaica, which has long been associated with pot, reggae music, and Rastafarians, authorized a regulated medical marijuana industry and decriminalized the possession of small amounts of weed in 2005. People caught with two ounces, 56 grams or less of cannabis, are supposed to pay a very small fine and face no arrest or criminal record in Jamaica. The island also allows individuals to cultivate personally up to five plants. And Rastafarians are legally allowed to smoke marijuana for sacramental purposes. Yeah, sacramental purposes. Wink, wink. We got you, Rastafarians. Rasta man, don't give up. But enforcement is patchy. And many tourists and locals continue to buy weed on the street where it has grown more scarce and thus more expensive. Oh, no. Imagine not being able to buy marijuana on the streets of Jamaica. I mean, that's what you go to Jamaica for, right? That's part of the tourist attraction. Go snorkeling along the reefs, hang out on the beach, smoke some ganj, man, that you buy right there on the street. Paul Burke is chief executive of Jamaica's Ganja Growers. (laughs) Wow, this guy's job is great. Can you imagine hanging out with Paul Burke, chief executive of Jamaica's Ganja Growers, man? He says that people are no longer afraid of being locked up now that the government allows possession of small amounts. He said the stigmatization of cannabis has diminished and more people are appreciating its claimed therapeutic and medicinal value during the pandemic. But the government's Cannabis Licensing Authority, which has authorized 29 cultivators and issued 73 licenses for transportation, retail, processing and other activities, said there is no shortage of marijuana in the regulated industry. Farmers and activists say weed sold via legal dispensaries known as herb houses is out of reach for many, given that it still costs five to ten times more than weed that you can buy on the streets. 
So it sounds like the the quote cannabis sales industry in Jamaica is not suffering, but buying it on the streets seems to be more difficult. And why would you not buy it on the streets? It's Jamaica. I mean, it's just so silly to go to Jamaica and then buy it from a from a, a you know a dispensary. Just just walk out into the beach, man, and just find a dude who can go get it. <laughs> From my understanding, this is how it works. You get a guy, he goes, all right, how much you want, man? Then they hold up their hands to, like, imitate how long a branch of weed do you want. (laughs) Then you just, you hold up, like, a foot length, and then they walk into the forest or up into the mountains, and they come back with a a branch. Is this what you like, man? Is this not enough, man? I go get a whole branch for you. Yeah, what a shame. I mean, for the Jamaican cash crop to be at a shortage is just it really is as they say a cultural embarrassment because of course this is what jamaica is is really known for that and their delicious coffee ah my goodness what's it called blue mountain ah out of this world coffee guys you guys want to make put a smile on my face send me some of that blue blue mountain one ringy dingy two ringy dingy A YouTuber was shot and killed while attempting a prank robbery. These YouTubers just take these pranks way too far. I've seen some crazy YouTube pranks, and I'm like, wow, you are so lucky you're alive, bro, for doing that. You can't mess with people in public like this, man. I'm not surprised this happened. A 20-year-old man was shot and killed in Nashville, Tennessee, in what police say was a YouTube video shoot gone wrong. According to the media, Timothy Wilkes was shot by 23-year-old David Starnes Jr., who was claiming self-defense. Wilkes and some friends were apparently trying to pull a prank on some strangers in the hopes of making a viral YouTube video. Oh, boy, and it's all downhill from there. Your attempts at making these things go viral just put you in dangerous situations. Like, enough of the viral videos, my goodness. It's not the end-all, be-all to have a video go viral. Oftentimes, it's a mistake that makes it go viral. The shooting reportedly took place in the parking lot of Urban Air. What is that? Urban Air, a trampoline and adventure park in a strip mall. <laughs> Sounds like a nice time. Sounds like a place that's uh, hosting gatherings is what it sounds like. But, hell, it's Tennessee. Who gives a damn? Yeah, we're all gathering. We're all going to bounce on a trampoline together. Yeah, trampoline with strangers during a pandemic. Good job, Tennessee. It's in Nashville's Hermitage neighborhood. Police say that Wilkes and a friend approach a group of people, both of them wielding butcher knives. Good, butcher knives. Starnes was among these people that was approached, and not realizing that Wilkes, with the butcher knife, was filming a prank, shot him. Starnes told detectives he was protecting himself and others from a perceived threat. Yeah, naturally, somebody's wielding butcher knives in the parking lot of a trampoline place. I would assume that they're out up to no good. Uh, So far, the police say no charges have been filed against Starnes, but an investigation is still underway. Wilkes' video was apparently supposed to be a fake robbery. Great. Fake robberies now? Is this what what it takes to make a video go viral? You have to fake a robbery with weapons? This is just such a bad idea. It is not clear if he and his friend could have faced criminal charges as well for engaging in a fake robbery. Yeah, I think they could, and they should, because we we need to uh, not condone these crazy prank videos. I know YouTube has come up with a statement. Uh, I don't know when, but they were like, uh, they were saying, hey, guys, chill on the dangerous prank videos, okay? We don't want to be responsible. And it's situations like this that make you have to uh, make such statements. 
As the news spread on social media, locals were horrified by the bloodshed and its senselessness. Many wished that young people like Wilkes had not been sold on the dream of virality by any means necessary. On the Facebook page Scoop, Nashville, uh, one commenter wrote, This is sad, but why do people pull these reckless pranks, man? It was inevitable that at some point someone would defend themselves. This is tragic. Another person said, that is so sad the man died, but that is about the dumbest prank you can pull on someone. These are scary times as it is. You shouldn't go around pretending to rob people. Absolutely. I totally agree with this person. It's scary enough what's going on. The world is crazy. I know that because I host a weird news podcast five days a week. And, you know, I read a lot of news coming out of Florida. So I know how crazy the world can be. If you think that you can walk around with a butcher knife and be scot-free, uh, you know, you obviously are not paying attention. People are attacked all the time. Whoever shot him thought, you know what? It is possible to be stabbed in a parking lot, okay? I have heard of what goes on in Walmart parking lots. This is not out of the question. Granted, it's not a Walmart parking lot. It's a trampoline parking lot, but so what? These things are possible now. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'm curious as to why he had a gun on him. And he's a 22-year-old carrying a gun to a trampoline event. Seems strange. But this is miracle. Oh, here's another quote from someone on Facebook. Bro, I don't know what to say. I mean, pranks are just supposed to draw somebody's authentic reaction to a presumed real situation. And that's what they got. It's really unfortunate. And maybe we can lay off filming pranks because I'm not sure what they were trying to get. But we got to do better than this. This is what they're trying to get, man. They're trying to get likes. They're trying to get subscribers. I mean, we now live in an, in an age that people of a certain age, this is all they care about is likes. It's approval on social media. It's just awful. You know, I, I almost don't blame them. The situation is set up where, I mean, you know, they're sold the idea that if you, if you can be liked digitally, then you are a valuable human being and you are contributing to the culture. <laughs> You know, and this is what they think. And so they go out there with their phone and they try to make this happen. They try to contribute to the culture. They try to bring self-worth by getting as many views and likes as possible. It's a damn shame. Now, to give you some idea on how lax the gun laws are in Tennessee, it says Nashville is known for having relatively relaxed laws on carrying both guns and knives compared to other parts of the U.S., an adult is legally allowed to carry a knife of any type or length, either concealed or open. Oh, goodness. So long as they don't bring it on school property. So a knife of any type or length, doesn't that mean you can pretty much carry around a ninja sword and it's okay in Tennessee? Way to go. Meanwhile, handguns can be carried by anyone age 21 or older. Age 21 or older. Wow. You can't rent a car till you're 25, but no problem. Carry a gun to the trampoline store. It's no problem. That explains all the carjackings. Uh, even without a permit, a resident may carry a handgun openly as long as they're not also carrying ammunition. Without a permit, you can carry a gun openly. Without a permit, openly. <laughs> I can't even, man. I can't even. Uh, you know, I know, I know. Jonesy, calm down. I know other countries are listening to that, though, and like freaking out. They're like, that doesn't make any sense. I know, you're right. It doesn't make any sense. People listening in other parts of the world, like Ireland and Canada. That you can carry a handgun openly without a permit. Doesn't that sound insane behavior? Yeah. Welcome to Tennessee. This is Paul, and I listen to Weird AF News. Hello, this is Ringo, and I, too, listen to Weird AF News. A police officer in training was fired after allegedly harassing women who wouldn't invite him to a party. Baltimore. 
A Baltimore police trainee has been arrested and charged with assaulting three women and threatening them with a weapon. Multiple counts of assault, harassment, and reckless endangerment against 22-year-old Jordan Ali following an incident over the weekend. Uh, The charges allege that Ali was driving when he met three women in a car as they were both stopped at the same traffic light. The women told Ali that they were going to a party, and according to witness interviews, Ali said that he wanted to join them at the party. As the women expressed their lack of interest in Ali, they told police that he started to follow them, hitting their car and eventually confronting them at a gas station. In the court document, Ali is accused of displaying a gun on his hip, presenting a fake FBI badge and yelling for the women to freeze. (laughs) All right, freeze right there. You'll take me to that party. (laughs) I'm FBI. I need to go undercover to this party. I'm, I'm looking for... People who are gathering, socially gathering in the Baltimore area, which is against COVID-19 regulations, as you know. So if you could please take me to this party, I would. Uh, and I'm also looking for people who are smoking the devil's weed. OK, that's uh, that's also what I'm trying to do. Here is my FBI badge. Uh, you'll take me to that party. Uh, yes, it's, it's all for business, for business, ladies. The statement goes on to say the women eventually drove to John Hopkins Hospital and went inside for help telling a city medic what had just happened and seeking shelter. When confronted by the police about this incident, Jordan Ali told the officers he was following the ladies because he thought they were using drugs and driving such a nice car, which he told officers he found strange. It's strange that you're driving such a nice car. (laughs) Come on now. This is, come on, this is 2020. I mean, I don't even know women owned cars. This is crazy and such a nice one, really. It was a 2019 Camry. I mean, that's a nice car, okay? The MSRP on that thing is like 18 grand, okay? Now, this is a, this is a very nice vehicle. I can't believe women would drive such a nice vehicle. Unbelievable. I didn't even know they were allowed to have licenses, to be honest with you guys. This is crazy. I had to pull them over. I had to get to the bottom of this. Where did you guys get such a new car, ladies? What is this all about? This is very odd. <laughs> Clearly, you're drug dealers <laughs> driving such a nice vehicle. What is it, a hybrid? You bunch of drug dealers. What are you going to a party to sell more of your drugs and buy Camrys? Oh, this guy's such a creep, such a creep. And women can't stand him. No wonder why he wants to be a cop. Uh, Baltimore City Police Commissioner Mike Harrison said the department is working with the attorney's office on the criminal investigation. They released a statement. Oh, the mayor did anyways. Behavior like this is unacceptable and will not be tolerated. I thank Commissioner Harrison for moving swiftly to terminate this officer. Incidents like this cast a shadow on the many hardworking members of the Baltimore Police Department. This, <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, this is what you get, man. This is why, you know. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, uh, let's uh, do a disclaimer. I'm about to make fun of the police for a little bit. But, you know, the police force attracts, because of the nature of the job and the nature of, I don't know, it seems like a, a culture of, of, like, macho man behavior in most police organizations, which is a shame because this macho man like flavor that all the cops seem to have, it's just unnecessary and it just creates more problems. It absolutely does. And this is one of these people, obviously, this is, these are the kind of people that you attract when it comes time to, uh, you know, looking to recruit for police officers. You get macho men, guys in high school who, you know, used to be the shit. They played football. Now their dreams have been dashed and now... (laughs) Now the cheerleaders don't want them anymore. So what do they do? They go on a little power trip. 
maybe maybe they try to join the police force. They definitely go buy guns, and a lot of times they'll buy uh, former police cars. You know those cars, that, and they'll drive them around as their own. <laughs> they they just they're on a power trip, man. All right, all right, enough of that, enough of that. Um, I do think it's hilarious though that he was <laughs> upset that they didn't take him to a party. I can't go to the party. Well, no one's going to the party. Yay! Thank you for listening to Weird AF News. It's the weirdest. I'm looking for some weird stuff, baby, this evening. I need some weird stuff, baby, tonight. I need some weird stuff, baby, today. Is that how it goes? Gotta have some weird stuff. Gotta have some weird stuff tonight. You guys know that one? Do you know it? I mean, I sang exactly like the original artist. I'm very surprised you didn't get that. <laughs> oh, I'm high as hell. Um, hi, guys. I want to give thanks for inspiration. I want to give thanks to some new patrons like LD4. Oh, yeah. LD4 joined the Patreon. Yeah, big time. Shout out to LD4. What a cool name. Um, I don't know if that stands for Larry David, but in my mind, I like to think that Larry David joined my Patreon. Oh, I love Larry David. Don't you love Larry David? Curb your enthusiasm. Guys, guys, who's into Larry David? Raise your hand. Oh, a few of you are. Good, good. That means you have taste in comedy. I love that. Uh, Also want to give thanks to Angelica Avery, who joined the Patreon. Oh, I wish I had a bell, like a Patreon bell that I could ring. Like, ding, ding, ding. Angelica joined the uh, Patreon. Everybody give thanks. Give praise to Angelica Avery. I got a couple others, too. I got Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott, the famous Chris Elliott. I'm joining the... I mean, imagine. That'd be... I want to imagine it's the Chris Elliott joining the Patreon. But uh, thank you very much, Chris Elliott, for joining the Patreon. appreciate you. Also, Miguel Alejandro joined the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Give it up for Miguel, everybody. How about a round of applause? There we go. Appreciate that. One more. One more. Show some love to none other than the famous Kelly Lee. Fighting! Uh, Kelly Lee joined the Patreon. That was a pretty good fighting, guys. Did you think? Fighting! Uh, I could do that all day. Uh, <laughs> my Bruce Buffer. Uh, Kelly Lee joined the Patreon um, at a very high level, so I appreciate that. That's a big-time monthly commitment from Kelly Lee. So much love to Kelly Lee, who I'm guessing is a, is a, a lovely Irish girl. Uh, I could be totally wrong, though. That's my guess. Uh, Kelly, thank you for joining the Patreon. I'm so appreciative. I'm appreciative to all of you. Please enjoy the extra content that's in the Patreon. It's really great stuff. Uh, All of you who have just joined the Patreon will get a free download of the first issue of the Florida Man comic book. So enjoy that as well. I'll get that all out to you. And I want to thank everybody who joined the Patreon during that uh, my Florida Man comic book offer. Big shout out to the creators, title page comics of Tales of Florida and uh, the Florida Man Superhero Series. So you can check them out on Facebook at Title Page Comics, and they'll be releasing their future episodes on there along with some of their other creations. So check that out. Title Page Comics uh, creates high-quality comics, man. I was very impressed with the artwork, especially. I keep saying it, but, man, the artwork in the Florida comic was incredible. I thought it would be like, eh, you know, it'd be okay. But no, man, I mean, it, it looks great, man. It's very well done. Man, I'm so... I'm so envious of people that could do visual art. I cannot. I tried drawing my whole life, man. I would try and draw. I even bought some paints at one point. Man, I just could not. I couldn't do it. It just takes a certain. It just takes a certain creating creative bone that I do not have. My like, I can get laughs and stuff, and, and you know, not always, but you know, I do okay. And 
I could play a little bit of music as well, but I mean, I can't. Visual arts, pff, I am lost. Lost, man. I'm so impressed with that. Uh, yeah, so I want to thank everyone who joined the Patreon one more time. I also got a review I'd like to read from Amy S. Douglas on the Amazon Weird AF News page. She gave me five stars. Yay, five stars. Love it. Funny way to start the day. Five stars. Excuse me. Jonesy's funny podcast is a funny break from an often unfunny world. Start the day with an upbeat and wide-ranging comic take on the oddest, most peculiar, and strangest news stories on the planet. Amaze your friends and confuse your foes with Jonesy's clever mix of knowledge and humor. Wow, that's so cool. Then she even posted some, uh, some uh, like a picture that's really good, too. Thank you, Amy Douglas. This is great. What a nice review. I so appreciate that. Um, and I needed them because, as you guys know, I got some bad ones last week. But then, then you guys came through with like one, two, three, four, five straight five-star reviews. Thank you, my army of weirdos coming through to save the day. I so appreciate that. Take that, bad reviewers. Ha-ha, your one-star review will be negated. Well, not, not completely negated, but almost. <laughs> I know, I'm at about uh, 74%. I got a 4.1 out of 5. Hey, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good, considering all the one-stars I got. Man, 17% of my reviews are one stars. How? Oh, my goodness. These people, they they really got to get over themselves. Hello, it's free. I'm giving you something for free. (laughs) If if someone gave you, like, free weed, it it really wasn't the greatest. Would you you go on Yelp and, like, complain about this person? Are you out of your mind, people that are giving bad ratings on free shit? I just can't wrap my head around it. I'll never be able to understand it. Okay, so let me get off that. And uh, lastly, I just want to... Say, if you guys like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. I'm accepting links, emails to articles for this week. Uh, send them to funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also submit articles through my website, weirdafnews.com as well. As always, the, the Patreon can be joined at any time by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I'm going to be putting up a review video of uh, a, new, a new foreign treat that someone sent me. So I'm going to put that up. Uh, either today or tomorrow. And I'll be putting up some more weird... Um, I'm probably going to do a review of The Night Stalker on there too, which is a uh, a series on Netflix that I just watched and I absolutely loved it. But there was some there was some funny things about it, some eye-opening things that I I just didn't realize were going on in 1985 that I want to talk about. So I'm going to put that in the Patreon. So look for that. And you guys can jump into the conversation. If you've seen The Night Stalker, you might have an opinion on this. So uh, check, out, check that out uh, by joining the Patreon. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Please support the show. Uh, if you can't afford to join the Patreon, which is totally understandable given the, given the current financial climate, uh, then please tell a friend. I'd appreciate that. 